but they are uh, uh, Christmas headquarters at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Folks, they've had a great season. And once you stop in, you'll see why, because it's it's just great service, family owned, great quality right now. Balsam Fraser for cut trees, uh, six feet tall to nine feet tall, potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, 10 inches to 60 inches. Uh, they have, you know, Christmas swag and mistletoe and original birdhouses, as a matter of fact. And they have roping and hanging baskets. And it's really Christmas crafts, unique items, you know, that you, in fact, could either uh, use for your home or give someone you know giving someone especially this time of year when you see someone a beautiful new christmas decoration that's a nice gift they have the cemetery baskets let's not forget those that have passed away and gift certificates are available they're open seven days a week they work so hard and they're also big new england patriot fans they have uh, sleighs custom made stop it and see them Steve and Debbie Jr. Byron, they are run a very efficient Facebook page. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1209. My condolences go out to um, the family. Ken O'Grady passed away. Very, very good friends with uh, both of his daughters, Kristen O'Grady and uh, Lisa. And then, of course, our friend Bruce, who's uh, married to Kristen, but just a beautiful man spiritual man uh dedicated himself he um he was all about trying to help and mentor and he helped so many young people children and uh and and a man that just leaves a tremendous legacy so this program is dedicated and i'm so glad i i got to know him um you know many times you know you go to a party and and uh maybe you don't get a chance to talk to everyone but i i i always looked forward to speaking with uh, Kristen's dad, Ken O'Grady, who, who uh, sadly uh, passed away after an illness. So um, our thoughts out to them. Uh, folks, I want to direct you to the website, depetro.com, which we, we are going to, uh, a little bit later in the week, we're almost done, but I'm going to have a, a full story up on the investigation on, um, into what happened with that poor girl from Warwick, Meyer Brophy Behrman, 24 years old, shot basically drive-by shooting, uh, gang shooting, mistaken identity in Providence that remains unsolved. Big story in the Providence Journal about it. Uh, I think it's news. You know, when's the last time you heard that someone was killed in Rhode Island and there was a $100,000 reward for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of the person responsible? Let's see. Um, when's the last time that happened? Uh, never, as a matter of fact. I don't remember a, a reward of 50000 We had a reward building. It's at 100000 Some Some media have gone with it. Other media, for whatever reason, have not. Um, for those that chose not to, all I would ask is if it was a member of your family who was shot and killed for no reason. This wasn't a robbery. Obviously, she wasn't in a gang. She just got her master's from Northeastern, leaving someone's home. And the person walking with her was mistaken for a gang member. And some gang members rolled down uh, and shot, or excuse me, as Mayor Alorza calls it, they don't, it, groups of people, because he doesn't like to use the word gang. <clears throat> but um, I think it's significant. The person, I believe, is to be local. I believe they're local. I think it was a rival gang. I'm going to have more on this on the website as the week goes along. But again, petro.com, folks, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. We're also going to call and have David on. I'm so happy. The guy works so hard. Listen, whether it is two locations in Johnston, location in Warwick on Bald Hill Road, Cranston Pontiac Avenue, and also the beautiful new Providence location. Stop it and see them. The Brood Difference, fresh ingredients. Uh, drive-through location, Johnston, and also in um, in uh, in Warwick has the drive-through, and then full-service bars in um, one of the Johnston locations, uh, Providence, and also Warwick. And remember, online at broodcoffeeshop.com. Now, folks, we do not run. Um, I don't, you know, I don't run a sports. We don't do a sports program. There are shows that do that, um, but. You know, by and large, we don't. But 
I just, I can't, I started to touch on it last hour. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1212 on this Tuesday, December 7th, obviously anniversary of Pearl Harbor. But I want to, um, I just want to touch on the Patriot win last night where the Patriots won 14 to 10, because I, I think there's a larger lesson there. Now, if you're not a football fan and you didn't watch the game, um, you, you, you really missed out and you missed a treat. And it was, um, it was really, really phenomenal. And what I want to touch on is I believe, it is my belief that there's a lot of lessons for those that want to pay attention to with what happened last night with Bill Belichick, who based on this, people already saying he should, in fact, you know, get uh, coach of the year. But last night, think about this. I want you to just understand what I'm going to talk about. And that is... Um, and it, because it it has to do with today and how some people uh, in office, specifically the the progressive mob, um, that that they uh, they don't they take a different approach than what Bill Belichick took last night with the Patriots and. Last night, the New England Patriots, rookie quarterback, Buffalo is a very good team. Buffalo is a tough place to play. There's nothing else going on in Buffalo. Orchard Park, Bill's Mafia, you know, there are stories. It's just an odd place to play. The stadium's actually like in a neighborhood. Um, you have to go by people's homes to get there. There's People tell the story of, you know, they're arriving to the bus and, and as the, a player now, I think, is coming around the corner, there's a woman out in front of her house that lives right near the Bills Stadium in Orchard Park. And as she sees the opponent's team's bus, older, elderly woman, 80 years old, she does the, um, you know, as I would call the double table for one salute to the team. That's the type of fan base you're dealing with. But last night on the road, it's always more difficult to win on the road. Rookie quarterback, very, very difficult to win with a rookie quarterback. Very cold out, cold out, that affects your play. Brutal wind. Probably one of the reasons they should have, you know, I go back and forth. Certain stadiums, because the NFL now plays to mid-January, could certainly make an argument, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, I don't know about New England, but... um, Green Bay, Chicago should have a dome stadium. Part of me says, you know, it's not fair. You don't get to fully see the team. But let me just stay with the the thought here. Stay with me here because this is important. And no, this is original. No one else has said this. In watching it, obviously, I, I watched the entire game. But like many of you did. But my point is, suddenly the Patriots realized they, they couldn't pass. Passing has become a huge part of the NFL game. You can almost argue sometimes 50-50 play calling. Certain teams even more than 50-50, right? Many times, maybe run on first down, often pass second and third down. The Patriots realized they couldn't pass. The Patriots were signaling the other team, you didn't need to be a genius to know, they're going to run and they're going to run again. And they're going to run again and again. This became a battle of just one group of individuals. Disciplined, trained, working as a unit. Executing their plays to move the ball down the field to get a first down. It's not as if Buffalo didn't know what they were going to do. Because they just kept running the ball. Here's my point. The New England Patriots last night, they had every reason, if they wanted to, excuses were already laid out that they could give excuses to lose. But they refused to be victims last night. The New England Patriots with Coach Bill Belichick refused to play victims. They easily could have said, listen, it was a road game. It was a Monday night game, and our rookie quarterback just wasn't up to it. By the way, that kid grew up in Florida and played for Alabama. 
This is the coldest weather games he's ever played in. The wind. Of course we lost. You couldn't even pass the ball. We had to run. Of course we lost. They should have called the game. Refused to play the role of victim. Never forget that Coach Bill Belichick wrote a letter in 2016 endorsing President Trump. He did. And then gladly went to the White House after they had won the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Coach Belichick set an example for his players. Now, I want to just point out, look at the difference between what they illustrated last night. That was a life lesson. Every high school should, should, should watch that game. And understand the circumstances because it is the absolute polar opposite of the woke mob, critical race theory, what's going on right now in Rhode Island government. Let's talk about critical race theory. What do they do in the classrooms? And this is Rhode Island public schools and elsewhere parents are pushed back. What do they do to all the minority African-American students of color? You are a victim. Because of your skin, you will not succeed. See the person next to you who's a white classmate? He, she is a racist. Their parents are racist. Their grandparents are racist. His, he, she, their family mistreated your family and have prevented them from succeeding. That is what is being taught in schools. You are, what are they trying to ingrain? You are a victim. What is Mayor Lorza with this whole program that he's giving away in Providence? You're victims. You deserve monthly money because the system has let you down. And the worst offender, the worst offender is that idiot who's running for lieutenant governor, State Senator Cynthia Mendez. First of all, Governor McKee, I. Is, is the entire administration just focused on the blanking homeless? We're supposed to be a state of one million people. Every focus is on the homeless. Everything. And that's Cynthia Mendez. When storming out of the McKee press conference, after he announces millions more for the home, for the what? 600 people, 1,000 people. We're a state of one million. It's it's too little, too late, it'll never be enough. How do you negotiate with someone? You know, look at the all the progressives, the woke mob, the Cicilline, the Alorza, the progressive mob at the state house, all the protesters. What do they want to ingrate? You are a victim. The system is unfair. You will not succeed. They are providing them with excuses to fail. Bill Belichick, coach. We can't pass. 50% of our playbook is useless. We're going to run, and they know we're going to run. We might as well forfeit the game, right? Did they do that? No. Belichick taught an unbelievable lesson last night for those that were willing to pay attention and learn. Sometimes you're dealt a bad hand in life. You are. There are people that growing up and their mother passes away. The father leaves, the father dies. Family loses whatever they have. Sometimes, listen, life, some people have lived a tough life. How about some of the people in other countries, right? How would you like to be born into a third world country? Hey, guess what? Good luck trying to find food and work. You can be dealt a tough hand, but it's it's. Fighting through the adversity and and teaching people to fight through the adversity. You know, the the whole woke progressive crowd at the state house, of which I just believe that Governor McKee is completely now trying to cater to, he thinks that he is in fact going to uh somehow he's gonna be woke enough, just enough. To, uh, to try to get the vote from the progressives or to neutralize them. But, you know, think of what, it, what did Jesus said? Jesus didn't say, give those people fish. What? No, what did, what did 
our Savior say? What did Christ say? Teach a man, give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Teach him to fish, and you will feed him for life. Fighting through adversity. Fighting through adversity. Overcoming obstacles. Overcoming things that get in your way. How useful were the wide receivers last night on the New England Patriots? They, they were not useful they, because they weren't going to be able to pass. Someone even said, is Mac Jones even needed? <laughs> but he was because he was leading the effort. He was. Too much today, folks. And, and Governor McKee is falling right along with it. Oh, we're going to, you know, those poor state workers. They had to work through the pandemic. The least I can do is give them a $3,000 bonus. Were they the only ones working through the pandemic? Do you know there are still businesses that can't find people to work? There were companies that had to shut down, people that got laid off, people that they just didn't have the workforce in order to compete. There were people that were working themselves seven days a week. I would speak with certain people, especially restaurant people. They'd say, one, I've never worked so hard in my life. But if we don't keep it going, there's no one to keep it going. Where's the, no bonus for them. You know, that's that's my problem with uh, Governor McKee because that's that's State, State Senator Cynthia Mendez, you're never going to satisfy someone like that. First of all, if I if she was my rep in East Providence, why are you sleeping in the state house? How many homeless people are there in East Providence? What are you talking about? They're going to give millions for homeless and low income housing. It's not enough. No, you don't understand. These people are victims. Society has hurt them. It's society's fault. That they're homeless. It's society's fault that they have a drug problem. It's society's fault they didn't finish high school, can't hold a job. It's no onus on the individual. Can you imagine if, if Coach Belichick had like a world group in the locker room for the game and said, listen, here's what we know. We can't pass tonight. So let's take a vote. I mean, what do you think? Should we just forfeit the game? We certainly have the reasons. It's cold. We can't pass the wind. We have a rookie quarterback. We're up against a very good team. We're probably going to lose, right? We have all our excuses to lose. Thank God that they didn't have AOC or that Cynthia Mendez or Matt Brown or Cicilline or Lorza. Thank my goodness. Thank goodness they're not on the Patriot coaching staff because you know what they would tell them? We should quit because we can't win. And we have the excuses to quit because that's what they look for. As a matter of fact, we're victims. We're victims here because it's cold. We're victims because of the wind. We're victims because we have a rookie quarterback. We're victims because we're playing on Monday Night Football on a road game. We're, we should find a way to glorify that we're victims. We should get people to feel sorry for us so much that they, they look up to us. That even though we're going to quit, we're going to be called brave and heroes. No, that's not what Belichick had in mind. Coach Belichick had a different agenda. And it was one of, no, we're going to win. <laughs> we're going to overcome obstacles, adversity. And folks, the, the, the brilliance of that, the brilliance of that is the confidence it instills. The confidence instills in those men, and they are men, the members of the Patriots, whether it be the players or the coaches. I guarantee you, one of the players after the game said, this is a game that I will remember for the rest of my life. You know, what he taught them is, okay, you know, yeah, guess what? It is cold. We're not, there's no complaining about the cold. I love how Mac Jones said, well, one thing I learned is you can't complain about the cold. You just have to put on more layers. Like, that's not a complaint. Um, it's true. We're on the road. A lot of Patriot fans don't go to Buffalo. It's a rough crowd. The Bills Mafia, the real deal. Listen, anyone would get up on top of a an, R, an RV and plunge down onto a card table and have everybody cheer. That's a different level of fan. Bills fans are kind of like Eagles fans and kind of, I mean, they are a different breed. It's that Northeast. Something about them. Maybe even a little bit like 
like New England fans. But uh, but they're a different breed of fan. <clears throat> but that really says something. It does. And the lessons taught, it's just that that was that was a, a brilliant, brilliantly. But it goes beyond coaching effort by Belichick. I want you to hear what what I want you to really hear what I'm saying is it's an element of leadership and that's lacking right now in the country and in the state. Is there anyone right now at 1228, anyone listening that would say that President Biden is showing great leadership to take us out of this pandemic, leading the way? No, no, it's all finger pointing. They all blame. They all, eh, you know, there's reasons why. It's um, losing is contagious. Losing is contagious. I remember one of my first jobs, I wasn't there that long, and they got rid of someone. And it was new management that came in, and they got rid of someone. And I said, well, they said, got to get rid of the cancer. The person that was there, everything was toxic. Everything was negative. Everything, everything they wanted to put out, nope, not going to work. Nope, not going to work. They were like, who needs that? You know, look at locally, Governor McKee, Governor McWeek, right? We're going to give the state workers 3000 for working through the pandemic. Hey, hey, Harry, guess what? Here's a news bulletin. Everybody worked through the blanking pandemic. That, that is moronic. You know, this started in school when they started awarding people for showing up. Right? Little little Harry over here. Not a great student. Not a great well, you know, then again, I don't I don't want to knock, you know, then they would say, but at least he showed up every day. I, I guess so. It's a little bit bordering on the participation award. But my point is, you know, there's a lot of last night was the polar opposite of what's going on in the state and what's going on in the country. The progressives would not like Bill Belichick. AOC the, the progressive, collaborative, Alorza, uh, Kat Kerwin, uh, the lieutenant governor, they would not like Bill Belichick because he doesn't make excuses. He overcomes obstacles. He doesn't put into the mind of the players, you are a victim. You are going to lose, but you should feel good about it. Because it's a road game and we can't pass and we have a rookie quarterback and blah, blah, blah. So polar opposite of what's being told. Bill Belichick is the opposite of Kamala Harris and Governor McWeek. Governor McKee, all right, enough. We'll give even, then we'll give a hundred million to the homeless. Like, stand up to them for once in your blanking life. Right. Buy a buck and, and buy yourself a backbone for crying out loud. I mean, stop being a jellyfish. Listen, we, we have shelters. It, it shouldn't be a mystery to people. It's getting cold around here. There's help wanted signs everywhere. Let's put the homeless to work. Oh, my God. How dare you suggest the homeless work? If the homeless work. They get paid, they can afford rent, they can afford a lot of things. But the first thing that comes is the work. Well, you don't understand, they had a rough childhood, they're a person of color, they were kicked onto the street, they were mistreated by the landlord, their dog died, they developed a drinking problem, blah, 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 one excuse after another, providing them, right? That's what critical race theory is. You get a young child, young child. The Providence schools love to do this. Fourth grade, if you are a person of color, stand up. Kids all stand up. You're all going to fail because you've all been mistreated. You're the wrong color in this country. You will fail. You've been mistreated and your family by the white privilege. You are not going to succeed. You've been ripped off. Everyone repeat after me. I am a victim. I am a victim. I am a victim. I, on and on. Did Belichick do that last night? He could have gone in at halftime at Buffalo and said, you know, guys, listen, it's just not going to happen tonight. The mountain is too high. 
It's just not going to happen. But listen, we gave it a good effort. Let's see what we can do in the second half. But I don't want anyone getting down. It's cold. Max a rookie. We're going to have other games. We got the bye week coming up. Don't blame yourselves. We're going to lose this game, but because of the cold and the weather, and it's a road game and a young quarterback, we've had some injuries. We have the proper excuses after the game for the media. But Coach Bill Belichick did not do that. Polar opposite of a Bernie Sanders. Polar opposite of a David Cicilline. Cicilline last night, I was checking his Twitter feed at halftime. He should have been tweeting, what are they doing? They shouldn't be leading. Forfeit the game. You, 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 you can't pass. Why are you trying to win this thing? Your victims, you should then be complaining and claiming you're a victim that no team should have to play in the cold in a non-dome stadium in December. What are you, what are you doing? But they didn't do that. <laughs> All right, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, which I am thoroughly enjoying, is brought to you by The CBD Store. 1845 Post Road in Warwick. You know who also doesn't make excuses is my friend Michael at the CBD store. You know why? Because there are people that say, well, right now I'm dealing with a lot of stress. I have something for that. Right now, you know, I just, it's the holidays and I have a lot of anxiety. We have something for that. Just having trouble sleeping. We have something for that. I can't walk around a lot. I get a lot of pain in my legs. And my feet. We have something for that. My pet can't climb the stairs. Nope, he's an old dog. He just can't get up those. We have something for that. Michael at the CBD store, Coach Michael, as I call him, 1845. Look for him on Facebook. He comes up with solutions. CBD store Warwick. Look for them on Facebook. He comes up. He doesn't he doesn't say, you know what? You have a bad back or you have bad, your feet are giving you problems. Or I understand you can't sleep. I feel terrible. There's nothing we can do to help you. But the good news is you're a victim. Wrong. No, I have something for you. I have something for that. I have something all natural that can help those things. I received the nicest email from Brian that said, Dear Juan, I cannot believe the effect of the CBD lotion I use on my knees. I had given up trying to walk around the block in my neighborhood until I stopped in. I saw Michael. He recommended and it is incredible. It has changed my life. Folks, that could be you. Or how about this email from Elizabeth? Juan, I tried everything to get a good night's sleep and it failed until I saw Michael at the CBD store, 1845 Post Road Warwick, also on Facebook. He said, just try this. I said, I want to try what Juan has been using. He said, here it is, the Delta A gummies. Elizabeth said she has never, she hasn't slept this well since before her children were born. And I don't know when that was, but that was her threshold. Folks, stop in and see them. No more excuses. Don't be a Cicilline, Alorza, AOC, the rest of them. No, don't be a victim. Don't be the Providence schools and the public schools with the critical race theory. We, we gravitate towards solutions. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, I, I beg you to check out the website, DePietro.com. We have unique original stories there. I even lay out two of the uh, people that are running for governor on the Democrat side, Nellie Gorbea, Secretary of State, her plan to win. And also the newcomer, former CEO of CVS, Helena Folks. You can read about it and a lot more. At the website, dipetro.com, brought to you by Tavolo, Wine Bar, Tuscan Grill, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine. Providence, Smithfield, Warwick, big city food and ambiance without the big city price tag. It's Tavolo, Wine Bar, and Tuscan Grill. Well, folks, good afternoon right now at 1236. I will play some sound for you, but um, you can just, I think you can tell. I am just, uh, I, I am, I'm just blown away at last night and and I get that some people won't even get that right like it just occurred to me that that we we have to stop there are, there are people that want to be treated as victims and we have to stop catering to that you know I mentioned um 
Like there's this thing that a young female reporter posted on, on Twitter that when she's at doing a live shot, that these young, ignorant guys, when they're driving by or walking by or whatever, they, they yell an obscene phrase. And she's saying, this must stop. I am a woman. How dare you? You know, my response to that is, do, do, do you really think that they're reading that? The lowlifes that rode by you in a truck and yelled that obscene gesture? You, you think they're reading this on Twitter? They're not reading. Who are you talking to? And then, of course, it's followed by you. You know, that that is outrageous, and you are brave, and this must. Not. The same thing with the reporter. Up, oh, I want everyone to hear. This is the message I got. Making fun of my way. Hey, listen. Everybody, you know, like I said, and then then it's filled. Never mind. One of the local stations did. A story on one of their people got, listen, I get um, email, social media, it, it's whenever it's the keyboard cowards. When, when, when pe- people used to mail anonymous cowardly letters, hate mail, uh, like that type of thing or whatever. Or, you know, write it on the men's room wall in high school. I mean, this stuff has been going on forever. It's how you handle it. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, there are there are. Anyone in entertainment, you know, you go up, I've been there, where you go to introduce an act at a concert, and hey, everybody, good evening, I'm Bo. I mean, it just, it just happens. But anyhow, that's not the best analogy. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today. It's Coogs. We were with him on Saturday for the Warwick uh, Police Toy Drive, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Cougs, it's R.E. Coogan and Heating. 24-hour emergency service, gas boiler, oil boilers, also hot water heater, uh, plumbing, heating, and cooling. Residential services, remember what Coog says, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Give them a call today. You can also find them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Well, folks, I mean, as you can tell, I am uh, I'm juiced about it because that was that was just not a typical game. I'm really glad. I may go back and watch parts of it. I never do that, but I was just that impressed. And I would hope, and I, I don't think it would, but I would hope that it would lead to some discussion because to me, it is... Um, it's it's a lesson that young people should be taught. A lesson that young people um, should be taught about overcoming adversity. And I'm looking at the headline. Dan Doyle seeks to overturn embezzlement conviction. That poor SOB. He had a chance to cut a deal. They offered him a deal. No trial, plead guilty, do your time. If he had done that, he'd be out by now. If he had done that, they would have let him out during COVID. Instead, he got handed a big sentence. Amazing. He was the guy running the scam down at URI that Patrick Lynch worked for. Media likes to leave that part out, but he did. Um but now close to home, you know, all this talk, and, and we've also stumbled upon, I know it's 1241, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. I want to mention, we've also, um, by the way, the website, dipietro.com, uh, which is brought to you by, and I heard they had a good crowd last night. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I popped in there Friday afternoon uh, for a brew. I was seeing Roland at Brothers Disposal. End Zone Sports Pub. Pop it and see them, especially they have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. And then they also have um, the NFL ticket on Sundays. But it's great, and uh, I like the people that work there. But, um, you know, what you've also discovered is yesterday Governor McKee, Watch this now. Had No one will tell you this at 1242. He had a press conference and they announced 10 percent 
of the stimulus money. 10%. Now do the math with me and watch how this pans out. So month of December, the big press conference, 10% of the billion, billion one spent. Now ready? So, because I was saying, why, why don't they announce more? And then I spoke with a Democrat operative yesterday because this is the McKee plan. Now, keep in mind, this COVID money that was sent to all the states, they can really do whatever they want with it. And he is, he's using it somewhat to buy off votes. Um, he just happened to, you know, this Ramundo was governor when they were sending the money here. But, but look at, follow me on the math now. He only spent 10% yesterday. Ready? Follow me now. January, 20%. February, 30%. March, 40%. April, 50%. May, 60%. June, 70%. July, 80%. August, or maybe that's 80%, 76. Anyhow, it maps right out to the election. Instead of putting it all out, they're going to do 10%, 100 million at a time leading up to the election. So every month he gets to play Santa Claus and announce. And listen, when you're having a press conference and you're announcing plans for $100 million, you're going to get coverage. It is very exciting. It's As a matter of fact, it's unprecedented. No one has enjoyed anything like that. Um, he is going to fully use it for political gain. So in February, they will then roll out another $100 million for 30%. And then in March, it'll be 40%. April, 50%. May, 60%. June, 70%. July, 80%. August, 90%. And then actually even September, because then it's a, it's a million one. So he, they were wondering why he is um, holding on to the money for campaign purposes, for campaign purposes. Because I was thinking, how do you not have a plan, right, of what you need? For instance, what do I mean by that? If, if someone came, and, and hold on, folks, let me just stay on schedule here. Um, this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by It's My Health. I want you to pop in and see Marie. Uh, it's a sunny, clear day. It's cold out, much colder than yesterday, but it's not raining or snowing. Pop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's Marie, the queen of health. Pop in and see her. She has great gifts. It's diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Listen, shop local. Support a local business owner like Marie. I'll bet, I am willing to bet she has some items that you may buy online or could buy online. And I get that. But instead, shop local. And the service is tremendous. Come on, help out a small business. We need, small business is the backbone of America. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. She has wonderful soaps, body oils, natural skincare products, hair care products. She has wonderful different types of tea. That makes a great gift. Right? Local products. Honey, give someone some maple syrup local. That's a great gift. Um, stop it and see Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in, in Cumberland. Um, the, the thing about uh, Governor McKee is it, what I was going to say was, let's just say someone came to you and said, if I gave you, just as an example, right, if I gave you 50 $50,000 for your home. What would you do? This is how it was explained to me. What would you do with it? Now, most people would say, oh, I know exactly what I would do. We need a new this, or the house needs to be painted, or I've always wanted to put in some, some nice landscaping in the back, or you know, maybe it needs a new furnace or what have you, or I, we need appliances. And I've always wanted to finish off the back deck. My point is, anyone that's a homeowner, if someone said to you, what would you do if I gave you, just as an example, 
$50,000. Most people, my point is, you know exactly what you would do with the money. So the way it was explained to me is, you know, at the state level, they, they know exactly what they would do with it. But he wants to let a little bit at a time, right? Like someone owes you money. And instead of just giving it to you all at once, they, you know, I had a friend of mine who had, uh, I think his grandmother, maybe he had a grandmother who would, um, would announce at Christmas time, you know, this is many years ago, but, you know, would tell the kids, uh, I'm going to, you know, get a Christmas card and say, I'm going to give you like $100 or something like that. And it was empty. And then the grandmother said, now, the only thing is, I'm going to give it to you $10 a month. You have to come see me once a month to get the money. So I, I, I don't know what to make of that. I believe it was a true story. But my point is, um, McKee is going to roll slowly drip out the money. Uh, and it will probably be two different groups that are then making noise about things they want. But I find that comical. That the lieutenant governor candidate, big progressive, who's been sleeping in front of the state house, even though she shouldn't be allowed to. And the first night, the Capitol Police were like, you can't sleep out here. You'll be arrested. Then when they learned she was a state senator, they've let it. But but she went storming out of the McKee press briefing yesterday saying it's too little too late. In other words, you're ruining my idea that I want to sleep out here and be because all these people are like, isn't she amazing? And. She's laying out in the cold and she's so, I, I see she's brave. She's, she's uh, full of courage. She is such a leader the way she has a sleeping bag and a tent. I mean, are, are we going to elect a lieutenant governor or a blanking scout leader here? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by, check the website, DePietro.com, Senadale Revival, Comfort Food Cocktails, the Senadale Revival. Shane has done such a great job. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. I love the place. I'm going to be stopping in very soon for some Christmas spirits. Stop and you'll see why. Either full dinner or just appetizers and drinks. Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Um, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. I have so much respect for uh, for Shane. He has done um, uh, just a fantastic job there. But folks, we are at a... Um, we're at a turning point. We are. And I think a lot of people are, uh, you know, the state is a real void for leadership. People are asking me who, you know, who's going to be the candidate for governor. I don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer because this is the way people are looking at it. I don't want to vote for that Nellie Gorbea who now if you read the website to Petro.com, in my mind, she is setting up a path where she's going to claim victory. That is something to watch. I believe next year our system of voting in Rhode Island will finally blow up. I'll also say this about the Republicans at the Rhode Island State House. I believe that they have not done their duty in, in more of them. Some of them have in not putting more of a focus on the voting. I think the one person to me... At 12.51 on this Tuesday, the person in the Republican Party that shows the most leadership is Representative Patricia Morgan. My opinion. Why? Because she understands what issues connect. Now, Blake Filippi, who I like and respect, the minority leader, he's decided he's not going to run for governor. Nobody's really shocked. However, to try to argue that for them to constantly try to be fighting against the Democrat machine when they clearly don't have the bodies. Now, unless they fear this year, they're really going to get some people elected and become a force up there. If that's the strategy, then I like that. But Patricia Morgan was the first one in the state to talk about critical race theory. She also understands the problem with voting. But here's the way most people that I talk to are looking at the governor's race. They're not going to vote for Nelly, thank God. And no no thinking adult should. Um, they're not going to vote. The, the worst person to get elected would be Seth Magaziner. Uh, that I freely admit. Other than, I mean, you can't vote for Matt Brown. 
Brad Brown is not dealing in reality. I don't think he's as smart as he is. I don't think he's as popular as he thinks he is. Uh, I don't think he's the threat that certain members of the media make him out to be. He did run Matt Brown. You, you can't be more progressive. He's basically a socialist running for governor in Rhode Island. Um, all his beliefs are not in democracy. They're not. They're not. Um, he, you know, anyone that runs a nonprofit but pays themselves 300000 a year. But he ran against Gina Raimondo and got more than 30%. It is my belief that the people that voted for him were not voting for him. They were just voting against Raimondo, which does happen, which does happen. Much like, I believe, I don't think Biden beat Trump. I think Trump beat Trump. People were not voting for Biden. They were voting for someone other than President Trump. A lot of independent voters did. Anyone that denies that or doesn't believe it, I believe you're kidding yourself. Uh, The Virginia governor's race was a good election. There were suburban women who voted for Biden. They got tired of too much Trump all the time. But they didn't vote for Terry McAuliffe. They vote for Republican Glenn Youngkin. Those are true independents. Those are true independents that voted for Biden. But then they voted for the Republican challenger for governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. So I don't believe those people that voted in 2018 September for Matt Brown are Matt Brown people. I don't believe that. I think they were, I am not voting for Raimondo. They could be a Democrat. They were not voting for her. Now, also, just as a note, people wonder, where did Governor McKee and Governor Raimondo get off on the wrong foot? Now, first of all, Governor McKee took over in March. Now, I fully understand why Governor Raimondo kept Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee at arm's length. Now, I fully get it because he and his staff are very, very slippery. Very, very slippery. They always have like a scheme going. They're very, very secretive. They always have a scheme going, something hidden that they're working on. She didn't want any part of that. I know a lot of people didn't like her, but there was never any evidence that anyone connected to her. You you can accuse Gina Raimondo of a lot of things. She was certainly not a crook. Um, But anyhow, but in, in this scenario, I hear people saying, you know, well, I wouldn't vote for Magaziner, and I'm not voting for Nellie Gorbea, and you can't vote for Matt Brown. And that woman, Helena Folks, I, I just think she's she's running the wrong race, trying to run in, in a Democrat Party uh, primary. She should be running as an independent. But now, unless she said, nope, I either win as a de- Democrat or then I don't enter the race. Well, you know, if you're going to pick... You know what type of car you have to arrive at the parade in, then then that's your deal. But um, or, or do you just want to ride in the parade? Like Helena, folks, do you want to win, or do you want to just, or do you want to lose as a Democrat? You know, if you if if the Helena, folks, says win or lose, I'm doing it as a Democrat. Then then you are you're going to lose as a Democrat. She's going to get pummeled in the primary. I don't care how much money she has. People that say that you learn nothing from Mike Bloomberg. She's going to get tattooed on the debate stage. Um, and, and Newsmakers was just a preview of what's going to come. And she has what's considered, in my mind, I would describe as unforgivable sins in a Democrat primary. Not in my world. If she was running as an independent, it would play to her, her strength. But for whatever reason, they got her down the Democrat path. So I hear people saying, I'm going to vote for McKay because what other choice do we have? Boy, if that doesn't show that there is an opening, a real opening... For a Republican candidate to just storm in there and or an independent for that matter or an independent, because if the Republican Party is not going to have a candidate, then someone who knows what they're doing, who would have to run the perfect race, which is very difficult to do. uh, The guy in Virginia did that, Glenn Youngkin, and then they could win. But I am telling you. I, I just I, I don't see that McKee is going to be the winner. I, I just don't think he's I he he is all he is Cumberland win or lose. We're all in for Cumberland and the team other than they cut Tony Silva loose or I'll lose. And I, I'm not convinced that, you know, 
sometimes, in, and I know I'm talking a lot of sports today, but sometimes as a team, they can only bring you so far. They can only bring you so far. They're never going to put you over the top. And I, I think that is just the team he has. Um, he feels he can buy his way to the election. That is the McKee strategy. He's just going to buy people off. 3000 to you and 3000 to you. He's Oprah with the cars. And here's another $100 million. The next month, another $100 million. And the next month, another $100 million. Aren't I the greatest? You know, um, he is going to try to buy his way to the election. I think, and I think that's beatable. There should be more people really going after him, those $3,000 bribes. That's what they are. And it's going to raise its ugly head again in July when they get the other 1500 Folks, again, check the website to Petro.com, which is brought by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, or just a drink at their humongous large bar. There's always a great crowd waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. And a gift certificate always makes a, uh, uh, a great gift. And, folks, also, this portion of the program is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa. They're open, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They have the Italian cookie trays. They have the, uh, they also have the best calzones. Look for them on Facebook. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, but they have the wonderful Italian Christmas cookie uh, trays and they're just fantastic and the calzones and everything is fresh uh remember they had the trump chocolate donuts they were open tuesday through friday 170 royal little drive in providence right off of 95 look for them on facebook ron and melissa ron's pastry gourmet and they have delicious treats and cupcakes and cakes and pot everything for christmas and celebrating but the most delicious calzones the best calzones in new england Bronze pastry gourmet. Folks, here's what we're going to do. It's John DePietro. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Power Hour is next. I have a lot of sound to play. Next hour, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or listen on the website, DePietro.com. We're back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.